Okay, welcome back these two lovely ladies that I haven't seen in uh, approximately 45 years. I'm lying, it's not 45 <laughs> years. Uh, but for right now, uh, give us about like two weeks and then we will get back to the video. Um, my my place of residence right now with the whole COVID. So the, the studio's kind of closed down. So we'll be back to the audio. So just bear with us. Now, as y'all heard me do a what, 30 minute rant on the the school system. We are here with obviously Karen and Didi. By the way, ladies, please say hi. Hello. Hello. Um, Didi, as all y'all know, she's actually in school right now. She's just told me that she's going to go back online, but not going back to the campus. Um, just a little quick little summary. She used to go to an all white school down in West Hartford, mm -hmm. and now she goes to mainly all black college. Correct. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um and Karen, um, when did you graduate high school? Oh Lord, eighty seven. Eighty seven. Mm -hmm. Um, eighty seven was a mixed. Mm -hmm. It was all mixed. Okay. It was mixed. Yeah. All right. So what what we're talking about is basically the school system, like the structure. Mm -hmm. Education is, is a totally different segment. Is a totally different uh, format that I truly love. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the structure that we call the education system, aka school. Mm -hmm. Um. That's what we're talking about. Um, as you know, being black, um, just let's call it what it is. They don't talk about history. Like they don't give us the the tools to make us seem like we are empowered. Mm -hmm. It's more about being suppressed. And it's like it's the five major topics that they always talk about: Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, Rosa Parks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like the same thing over and over. Uh, what I found even recent, I would say in the last three years, being in Glastonbury, they don't talk about Black History Month. Are you kidding me? Yes, sir. In high school, they don't talk about Black History Month. Glastonbury is a Jewish-based community. So they talk more about Jewish, Chinese, um, Latin. Black History Month, they, they know about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, but very little. You got to be kidding me. I, I personally thought Black History Month, quote unquote, was taught across the board, but it's not. So that's not in their curriculum to, to, wow. So more, more information that I found though, that the school's system, again, is town to town, not state to state. So okay. in each town, you can have four or five different schools and they can teach basically whatever that the school in that town agree on. That's what they teach. And teachers have the right to pick the curriculum and how they want to teach it. Long as that it goes by their syllabus, it's fine. That's sad. It is sad. That is really sad. It is sad. And in my journey in this whole entire thing, um, my basically my girl gave me a lot of information. And, and then like the teachers that come here gave me a lot more information about how it's broken down. Do you know how easy it is to be a teacher? It's too easy. And I mean, <laughs> you could be racist, bluntly, in your face racist. Don't care. Okay. Like, what do you mean too easy to be? Like, the, um... like if you fell me, they would help you, legit help you to pass. Even knowing that you don't turn into work, you don't show up, don't take the test. So they just pass people just to pass people just to get them. To get their numbers up. 
Mm-hmm. Because so much hasn't changed. I, I guess. I mean, um, I, I, I personally just learned this recently, like in my time here, like listening to, and this, I mean, it's sad, but she let me listen to all the stuff going on. Um, I definitely won't divert your name because I don't want anything right. and stuff like that. That's right. Um, but listening to basically all the information and watching from a, like afar, like on the meetings right. and listening to like the classmates and her, her, um, staff and stuff like that. It's, it's sickening. It's literally sickening. Like it, it's, it, it, it hurts. It hurts. And we had a talk that I had all this propaganda and just feeling, let's just say that something was off. Mm-hmm. I couldn't prove it because I'm a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know nothing. I mean, these are the people telling me like, I got to get my education, got to go to school, got to do this, got to do that. Right. But I still felt like something was wrong. Like something just, just didn't add up. And all these years, like teachers been telling me that I'm defying, I'm defining. After a while, I'm like, yeah, I'm defying. But I still got all A's. So how defiant am I? Right. Is it the fact that you don't like my attitude or you just don't know me at all? Or did you challenge them? Oh, I challenged them all the time. See, and then that, and that to them in their eyes probably was the problem. You Pro- know what I mean? It probably because was. you challenged them. You just didn't lay dormant and let them do what they want to do and say what they want to say. Yeah. It's like, uh, no. I questioned everything, uh, every date, um, people. And like the, the information, and this is stuff that gets me. I'm not just talking just to be talking. The information is in our face. Mm-hmm. You can read the book. I, as you heard about me getting mad about Christopher Columbus, mm-hmm. like they even said, like they came to the new world and they was walking by the native of that land. How you, how can you discover something that somebody's there? Die. Like, come on. Like, it's it, like, it's in your face. It's right. like, it's like me coming to your house. Right. Hi, Karen. This is my house now. Right. 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 Like, right. It, it, it doesn't make no sense. Right. No, I, I, I totally agree with that. And, and to me, that's stealing. Exactly. You know, and it's so funny how you say that because um, Lonnie Love, she's one of the hosts for The Real. Okay. I have her book. Okay. And it's titled, I Changed So You Wouldn't Have To. And oh. you talk about the education system. Um, she has a brother, a younger brother. Okay. Who have, um, I guess he wasn't learning as fast as he should be learning. Right. Okay. And so the mother, um, when, you know, find out why are you passing him when he couldn't even read? Mm, that so too. she took them to the school and said, and gave a book and said, read. And he struggled with reading. Yeah. And then he gave it to Lonnie and Lonnie read like this, you know, it was just flowing off of her. Right. Yeah. And then the mother said, so why are you passing him knowing he can't read? So basically, and, and now that's, well, oh my God, that's has to be in the early, what, 70s maybe? Wow. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, I'm, that's why I said earlier, okay. a lot of things have not changed. Okay. Um, even with some um, um, people that play sports. Oh yeah, you that, know, you had that would never change. You had one football player that couldn't read. I forget his name. So he couldn't read his contract. So he just wrote an X, yeah. you know, just to get him out there. So mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times they're just passing you through. And to me, I feel like that's setting you up for failure in life. It is. Because if you know they ha- they're they struggling, why would you pass them? You know what I mean? And then I look at the parents. Okay, if you're not seeing your child doing homework at all, but they're, com- they're coming home with A's and B's, how is that possible? 
You question me about that. What's what? Right? Like, I'll come home with good grades and you won't see me do homework till I put it on. But, like, when I was doing my homework, I was in school. So it's like. I, I was about to say, not to like, like dismiss that, but I was never one to ever do homework. At home. I, but then how home. would you, how would you, okay. So maybe that goes to where people learn differently. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, you best believe I'm, see, I'm the parent. Yeah. I'm like Christ. I'm going to show up at the school and find out what's going on. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, yeah, so many teachers are shady. I'm not going to say they're not. Some of them are shady. Mm-hmm. But then you do have some that are good, but the responsibility goes on both sides too, as well as the child. Exactly. I agree. But going back to Christopher Columbus, um, that, that's a straight, bold-faced lie. Literally. Not, not letting us know who a white man did not create the traffic light. No, the white man did not do the first um, heart um, transplant. Nope. And these are the things, and, and I didn't know that in school. So oh, I, I okay. understand what you're saying, but yet we got to teach ourselves as well That's because true. they're not going to. Again, no. it's setting you up for future failure. It is. And I, I, I think check your homework. I, I think you're doing something. Check your homework. Yeah, I, Deanna, trust me. In high school? And not as much as before. In elementary school. Elementary school, middle middle school, and elementary school you definitely did. Middle school was, and high school was like. No. But the thing about it is your work would show up. Yeah, I had good grades. You so see what I'm like, saying? Yeah. I had it in with the counselors. Not in with arguing with them, but I was good with them. Yeah. Gotcha, so if gotcha. things wasn't right. They would call you up and be like. Yeah. Hey, or I gotcha. would just show up. Gotcha. How's she doing? You see what I'm saying? Gotcha. But something like one time um, the school wanted to show a movie. Um, Birth of a Nation. Oh, okay. I remember that. The original. I remember not that. Nineteen, nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, fifteen. One. Original the one. original one. Okay, not yeah, not right. the one with Nate um Nate Turner. Nate Turner. It's not that Nate one. Turner. It was, it was the original one, like nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Nate Turner oh. was the one who who asked. It was about. It was what he did. What he stood for. Yeah. And um, but this the, the original one was gruesome. Okay. It was really racist, and it had like blackface and it. it just like it was really like mm. they were talking about how because around that time um there was a lot of like black congressmen and they were saying if you have black congressmen in office it's gonna be like very like like chaotic and like a, like a crazy thing so it was very like and i was the only black kid in my ap like history class so like watching that i was kind of like uncomfortable Listen, like, i had a problem with that <laughs> I, I had a problem with that because number one if she's the only young black woman in that class and the rest are white and they're calling out the N-word. How's that making her feel? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now you're letting, <clears throat> this, and this is how I interpret it. Now you're, let, you're allowing these kids to think, well, it's okay to say the N-word because that's what they did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Don't even form your lips like you about to Don't say that. You know? But see, the thing about it, the teachers should have, you should have took more time and thought about that. Just showing the kids that, get the parents involved. But a lot of teachers don't have censorship where it's like, they don't put their themselves in the people's shoes. Like they put themselves in like if like Gam yeah, too, but predominantly it was like they were very Jewish. So when it comes to Jewish holidays, we had it all. When it comes to Holocaust, it was like, oh my God, the Holocaust. Like it was very, very like serious, which is a, a serious thing. But to me, I don't look at it as like a crazy thing. I'm not Jewish, but I have respect for it. I know what happened. It's okay, I feel bad. I'm so sorry. But when it comes to my history, it's like you're not as censored or you're not as like caring with my history. So a lot of things like he would read off like um Speeches that people said back in like the 1800s, and it's mentioned the N word. He would just say it off rip without even like, "Hey guys, yeah." But when it comes to like Jews and their slang and their you know derogatory words, he always had like 
you know, guys, this is very, you know, a sensitive topic. I'm so sorry in advance, but I have to read it because this is, you know, he will give like a more passionate like talk. Right. Yeah, before even reading the articles. So when it came to like black people, black, you know, articles, whatever, he was just, oh, I'll just say it. And I'm like, bro, I'm the only black kid, not, I'm the only black woman in there, yes, but I'm the only black kid in there. So it's like, how are you gonna make me, how do people look at me like, oh, this happened to you? And it's like, no, it hadn't happened to me personally, but it's like, that's still my ancestors, like you're talking about. So like, how do you think I'm gonna feel about that? It's like, if I sit here and just mention the Holocaust, it goes, no big deal. Y'all be like, what? Yeah, like, I, y'all, y'all, okay. like, you have more respect for that than slavery, it seems like. And I'm sorry, but black history is US history. I don't care what anyone says. To know. We need to know. And I say we, I mean the black community. We need to know just as well as everybody else you want teaching the school system about us. Yeah. Mega Everest. Did anybody even know about Mega Everest back in the day? You know what they, I'm saying? They probably still don't know today. You know, this is the thing. It wasn't only Martin Luther King. It wasn't only Malcolm X. It wasn't uh-huh. only Rosa Parks. You had a lot of people that played, or Michael not even, I'm not even played, right, had a part uh-huh. into that. So how are we going to know where we been, where we going if half of us don't even know where we've been. And that's, I think that's what they're afraid of. Based off for all the information that I got, um, you definitely hit a, a key point about censorship. Uh, they do talk about the diversity now because of the movement and stuff like that. But before the whole movement hit, uh, they was talking about how can we have more, a diverse talk on, you know, just the, the brown and the, they, they call it black and brown kids. Um, I don't know what's the political term for whatever they want to call us. Let's just say like, I personally, I don't care. Um, but they were saying that there's four, there's four, um, hurdles that we need to overcome. The first one is having a serious open discussion about race. Mm. We need to talk about, you know, what our kids are going through in our community. Uh, one person did speech like, but it's uncomfortable. Some, uh, some person like, doesn't matter how, Think about how they feel. Now, the system is geared to the teachers and how they feel, not to the kids. So so that censorship that you're talking about, it's not to us as in the kids. It's to the actual teacher. They don't want to have the teachers feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's where I have a problem with. (laughs) Yeah, it reflects because if if you have a predominantly white school like I've been to and I'm the black kid, it's like, Okay, like I feel like in a sense I have to conform to their ways. And I think a lot of black kids conform into the system ways. And when they get in the real world, it's like, this is not how it is. Yeah, like I have a friend that she conformed to their ways and she went to HBCU and she was like, wait a minute. Wait, what's going on? That wasn't, I'm not supposed to do that. And it's like, yeah, no girl, but you conform. So like, you know, but it's sad that people like kids do conform. And again, kids are so easily manipulated. It's ridiculous. Like if you don't have a strong mindset and a strong background, you are mm. easily manipulated to the system where it's like, oh, it's not for you. It's, you know, it's it, it's hard to to get out of that too when you when you're so like young minded. And thankfully with like me, like I again I was young minded, but I had a sense of like that doesn't seem right, and I challenged it. Where most kids will not gonna challenge it. Now, I, think that, I think that that starts at home as well. Yeah. Now with that, by challenging basically the system. I know for me, I wasn't walking with open arms, um, especially me being a black male. And I did have anger issues. So it played a part of basically my attitude in school. When somebody will, you know, say something, I always have something to say back. Always. And they'll always be like, well, I'm going to tell my mom. Okay. You want me to call it for you? 
<laughs> like, not saying I wasn't afraid of my mom because I know I will literally argue. I'm like, listen, mom, you know me. Somebody would say something to flip me off. Yes, you told me to control my anger. I got that to understand. But I'm not going to sit there and let somebody disrespect me right in front of my face. So, like it's okay. Like yeah, you don't have to thank yeah. nobody. Exactly. So no. I, 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 I also, I would take the consequence with you all day. I would never let somebody disrespect me in a real world. Sorry. You can whoop me. You can ground me. Whatever. That's, I can tolerate that. But there's no way in hell I will go to school and have somebody tell me how to live. Sorry. It's not going to Especially happen. when they don't walk in you. Let me tell you something. I don't care what anybody says. And a lot of times people say, oh, you, you act black. You know, you white girl, you act like you act black. You would never be black. Ever. You would never walk in our shoes. Never. You would never look, people would never look at you differently. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. when the school doesn't take time, and I'm not saying for the school to raise our kids. I'm oh, not saying me. that. But what I am saying is that just as well, you want to teach them a lie about Christopher Columbus, you teach them the truth about the black community. Mm-hmm. What's, what, what are you afraid of? That That's my question. We will uprise and see that we are powerful. Exactly. Exactly. But, and again, we pour into our children. We let our children know that, yes, your skin is black, but you're beautiful. Yes. You're just as smart as, as as the other white kids or Hispanic kids or Asian kids. You're just, it's just the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. But what's important is that they need to know their history. That's what's We may not all be related to Martin Luther King, no. but we understand the march. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, and, and even when you're talking like almost 30 something years ago, when I graduated, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it was always one with the king, Rosa Parks, um, Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and all these people. But what about the people? What about, um, oh, God, I had her name. Fanny, um, what is her name? She was an activist. She was the first, is it the first woman elected? Not elected, but ran for a labor presidency. Yes. What her name? What um, are you talking about? Oh, I can't think of her name. It's, I know her name is Fanny, but I can't think of her, her, her last name. But what about, didn't know about this woman in school, mm-hmm. had no clue about her. You know what I'm saying? We had all these people who, who marched and made a difference mm-hmm. that, no, they're, the school is not teaching us about that. Yeah. So you know what? We'll teach them. Yeah. So when they come up against you, and I don't mean in a disrespectful oh, manner, no, but I mean to the manner, to the fact where like, no, that's, that's not true. Um, the thing about it is people so quick to call black people Uncle Tom. Yeah. First of all, Uncle Tom was not a traitor. Nope. Read about the man. He was not a traitor. And if people take the time and understand what he did, then you know what? Because some people are not Uncle Toms. Mm-hmm. And, and don't even deserve to be called Uncle an Uncle Tom. Tom. So when I was taking my courses for HR, um, somebody said, yeah, these Uncle Toms. And it just completely just upset me. I couldn't type fast enough. Okay. I was going in. Oh. And I said, learn the history about what that means. They took that and reversed that to make them see like, oh, you're a traitor because you're a black man yeah. or you're a black woman. No, learn your history, black people. Learn mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And my professor at the time was black. Mm-hmm. So when she looked at my response, she was like, okay, Karen. <laughs> but, but cool. I feel like Got nowadays, that. like people have like a European mindset. And I always say Eventually. that like, a lot of people have like European mindsets and even though you're black. Yeah. But you have this mindset of like, like black is bad. And it's like, even though you are black, you just like, I don't, I don't understand it. And like, people will argue me to death. Like, Oh, that I don't have a European mindset, but it's like, okay. But how you're acting, how you're talking, how your response to certain black people is just not okay. 
So it's it's a very European mindset, but it's like it's like you're white, but you're black <laughs> in a sense. Okay. Okay. Like like you have this white mentality, but you're just black. So it's mm-hmm. like, dude, like I just I don't understand. But like I know for like <laughs> I know for me, um, again I went to a primary white school. I, I always say that, but in a sense, I was kind of privileged where it came to education. That was something that my school like they were hard on us when it came to that. So as far as like black history, as far as like, or just minority history, that's something they wanted to like show us. And you have those teachers that are, you know, that are like, oh no, this and the other. But I think school that I went to, at least three teachers, three or four teachers, they're mixed or some are Hispanic, some are black, white, they're all mixed. They were so driven on like human rights and policies that should be in place. Like how I learned about Christopher Columbus, I did learn that he was a, you know, he found something. I, I never, as a, as a kid. <laughs> he found Puerto Rico. Yeah. Like as a kid, I never clicked. I was like, how did he find this when it wasn't it? Even in the third grade, I would question that. And my you. teacher, she would be like, yeah, I'm like, you're right. I never thought about it like that. And I'm like, but you're older but than you're me. You're teaching it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm nine years old. Like how come I, <laughs> you're teaching it. You just read it. <laughs> you yeah. came to the island. There was somebody there. We walk them. We had you know, settings, and, and you, then we slaughtered them. Right, like, right. I never, you took them as slaves. But it was, it was so, again, it was so censored. But in, when I got into high school, I think it was my junior year, I took this human rights class, and it was a UConn credit class. And I was going to take it, just take it. She was mad cool. And she went into detail of what Columbus did as far as with the Indians. Like, legit, like, he would dig ditches and put, like, knives, like, stakes in them. So pregnant women can fall into them. Like, this man is not, like, he is something else. And I was like what like reading the articles mm-hmm. that people like said about him like even like um i think i think it was like a monk and it was during um this some island they were on and he witnessed what columbus did to natives like mm. indigenous people and the way he wrote it it will make you so sick like it was so descriptive and i'm like hopes is not okay so when people say oh he's irish is irish blood or is he irish italian. no italian no. italian right portuguese he's italian though but he represents Portuguese, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, when people say, you know, this is this is our heritage, it's just like, yeah, but you're proud of that? Like, I just don't understand how you're proud of yeah, a murder. They don't know the history. But they it's like, how can you be history. proud of something if you don't know it? Like, exactly. Again, like, I'm a Black woman. I'm proud to be a Black woman. I have to know my history to have pride in it. That's what anything. That's what comes that. to country. It comes to ethnicity. You have to have a background to have pride in. Like, I, when I was Nigerian, like, I learned a lot of things about um, Nigeria that I haven't known about before. Certain things they do, I don't agree with. Certain things they do, I do agree with. I have pride in it because I, that's, that's what I am. But it's like, how can you sit here and be like, oh, I, this is like culture. This is my great, great, grandfather. It's like, okay. That was how many years ago? That's like, take Christopher Columbus Delft. That's not how they But now they're changing it to Indigenous People Day. So yeah. again, like, the school that I went to, it had some racist tendencies, <laughs> but, out of that, there were at least about four or five teachers that were like, this is wrong. And they mm-hmm. they rolled for me. They were like, yeah, I'm like, speak your voice. Because at the end of the day, when you talk, they're, they're listening to you, not us. And yeah. that's so true. Like, it's crazy how students have such, like, a powerful voice. And I didn't realize that until I graduated high school, how, like, your voice really does matter when you're a kid. Because yeah. if you're 16, 17, saying things to these adults, and they're like, wait, what? Right. They're going to listen to you. Because you literally have all the power. Right. One thing that, and it's funny you said that, so... I don't know if, if this, like, you thought like this, but when you was in school, when you saw these teachers, did you think they was, like, older or did you think they was, like, basically, like, a couple of years apart from you? Like, almost, like, four years apart from you? I knew they was always older, but I just challenged. Like, my thing is this. <laughs> like, I'm all about respect. 
So I feel like just because you older than me, because I know they were probably in their forties or fifties. There were I know there were fact there were older. The, the teacher was like for me like 22, 21, no, 23. Really? Yes, no, my my she, teachers were always like, well, this there's a couple that are young. Age. No. They were <laughs> like, no. They were that old. No, because what's her name was my age. Cool. Um, my elementary history? school teacher. Yeah, no, I meant high school. Oh, oh, high oh, school. Oh. They were older. Elementary high, school. High school. I was like mid thirties. No, forties, fifties. Really? Sometimes sixties. <laughs> well, they're older. They're older. Like I'm thinking, like <laughs> you like, say a couple years apart. I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, maybe like twenty five, twenty six. No, like okay, so in high school, you guys start high school. What in fifteen? Yeah, right? Yeah, So usually most teachers are in their like mid twenties, coming out of college. Yeah, you know no. what I mean. So you may you may have had some that. Majority of teachers were a lot older, but you might have some that was in their mid twenties. Yeah, well, my you know well, I mean? my district, it's hard to get into that. Yeah. it's hard to get into the school that my high school. Well, like, it's very challenging. Yeah, like that's you good have then. to you have to have to, you have to do connections. Like, okay. I know I wanted I want to be a teacher. Like, they were basically telling me if I go to school at UConn, I can easily jump into like a, I'll get an interview in West Harford District, which is so hard to get. Right. So they're very they're hard to get into. And most good. and most schools are when they're like you know. When they're up there, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, like mine was basically like forties, fifties, sometimes sixties, like up there. So like when I challenged them, it was kind of like I just didn't care, and most of my class just didn't care because no, like that's what's like, scary because it's like okay, this is a young black girl that's dropping knowledge, but they don't want to accept the knowledge. Like I can't control her. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's going on? And, like, yeah, and that's why know? I appreciate the teachers that wrote, like the four or five teachers that wrote for me. I appreciate that because it's like they don't have to do that. They were they were the ones that stepped up like Dion. Don't back down. Like you gotta and they encourage me and push me. And a lot of people don't have that. So I thank God for it every single day. Like there are the ones because of them pushing me. Yeah. In high school, it's kind of like okay, now I feel like I do have a voice. That's, and that's why my senior year I was so vocal because I just didn't care no more. I was like, I got the grades. I did everything by the book. Why am I still going through oppression right now? I don't Not care. The teachers, and all honesty, wants to keep their foot on your neck. And you know, what I mean? I know what I'm so that way you can't, you know, I mean, you can be partisan society all by the time. And and I have not heard it, but I'm pretty sure it's probably been said, and not only by teachers in West Hartford, but you know, all yeah. over. Oh, this was going to be a bad one. This was going to oh, be yeah, a bad definitely. It's, it's a lot of labeling. Before I forget, let me tell you this person. And if you guys don't, have never heard of this woman, please look her up. Her name is Fanny Lou Hamer. She was an African American civil rights activist. Okay. Um, very powerful. Ella Baker. Huey oh, yeah. Newton, oh. Stokely Carmichael, James um, Meredith, um, Bob Mos- Moses. Um, we got all these black people that we don't know about mm-hmm. because it was never taught in the school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, 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 it blows my mind. It really does. It blows my mind how how they think that what they're teaching is going to be so important later on in life. What what have Col- Christopher Columbus did for me? <laughs> um, you ain't doing nothing for me. N- you sure about that? Like, nothing, right? Nah. Okay, so but yeah, help me out with anything. <laughs> didn't give you a dime, did no, no. Oh, okay, no. Then I sure ain't getting nothing. Right. And if you did, I'm still waiting. Um, right? <laughs> maybe we need to get money from my ancestors. You know what I'm saying? But anyhow, saying. you know, um, learn who you are. Know where you where you came from and where you going. Mm-hmm. Don't allow when people say that you can't do it. You got to tell yourself, "I can." 
if they teach in this way, there's nothing wrong with teaching yourself. Think about this. How many times have you taught yourself something that the teachers don't even know? I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, at this point, I, I make it yeah. a point to do it. Right? And then when they come to you and they say things, it's like, no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Well, I, cracks me up. Well, I'm a teacher. And? The <laughs> point being what? Like, you know? <laughs> because I'm a male. <laughs> right? Because Obviously. think about it. At us being parents, we are teachers. We teach our children. Before, I know Devon was writing at the age of three. That's what's up. You see what I'm saying? Deanna was writing at the age of, she didn't want to take her time and write well, but (laughs) she was writing her name. All Mm -hmm. that starts at Mm -hmm. home. So when we put this into our kids and they go to school and something don't sound right, they can, and and I tell my kids all the time, just make sure you know what you're talking about. Yes. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm right. I'm like, everybody, you know, like I said to my daughter, like the reason why that I go off my mouth because I have prior knowledge. There you go. Like I would never speak on something I don't know no, about no. or even say something that's not accurate. Like I would do cross-reference on top of cross-reference. Mm-hmm. I would do research and research. And after that, I'm going off the mouth. Bang. Like here you go. And they'd be like, that's wrong. Really? Let's look it up. Exactly. Yeah. Guys, let's exactly. find the origin of everything exactly. because there's this origin for everything. Like I do this with my own girl. Like she, like I knew at this point, like, she hates the fact that, like, I challenge basically the, the system. Like, she's a part of the system. She's learning that she needs to stop saying that she's solely of the system because I make a point to destroy the system. And every single time she comes at me with something, I destroy it. Mm-hmm. And I, I can see, like, it, it like it bothers her. And I, and I told her, like, listen, I'm not destroying you, but I need you to open your eyes. If you're in this relationship, you can't think that way. Mm-hmm. Because you, by thinking that way, I will make you feel uncomfortable every mm-hmm. single day. Because every single time that you say, oh, this is proven right, I'm about to rip it apart. There was, I think we talked about this before. There was a teacher, um, something writers. Freedom Freedom Writers. Freedom Writers. (laughs) Freedom Writers. And I I can watch that movie all day, every day. It's a good movie. Because she fought against the school system. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, And what I love about her, because she didn't let anybody tell her what she couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You can come against her if you want to, but she had facts mm-hmm. of what to do. She believed in her kids. When Devon was younger, the teacher tried to tell us that, oh, he's ADHD. Uh, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. But, you know, just because a young black kid is hyper or, you know, you know how boys are. Mm-hmm. Totally different from girls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every kid, not every kid, but majority of kids that I know, the parents are, are black. Oh my, they just told me my, my child is ADHD. They almost overdiagnose kids, uh, boys especially, too. Very and the crazy part about it, girls have it more than boys. That's the crazy part about but who, it. But first of all, who licensed you to diagnose them? That is true. Schools cannot diagnose any type of proper diagnosis. That is a law now. Yeah. They they used to pass law or pass statements saying that this kid might be or have dyslexia and stuff like that. But now with everything in all the lawsuit, now they have to have a child or a clinic. Uh, psychiatrist at the building to diagnose that kid right. from that. Um, now they they can't just say like, oh, yeah, yeah because they, he's hyper or she's hyper. Listen, they thought Edward Einstein was was what not supposed to say the word nowadays was retarded. Yeah, but see what it was what what you was teaching it was boredom Born. to him. Yeah, exactly. So and I tell a lot of cats, well, then maybe you need to look at what you're teaching. Maybe you're not challenging the kids. And I think with with the teachers, I feel like as far as their 
their mindset and also what teachers are teaching teachers. I feel like it's 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 like if you're at a school that's predominantly one race, you have to know that school. Like you have to like I'm not saying just like stay at that place. No, but know the area, know the kids, know their mindset. Because when you don't, no and you're focused on a uh, urban like a you're still focused on like a suburban mindset that this is an urban area, you're gonna be like I don't understand these kids. No, of course you're not gonna stand them because you're so focused on your hometown where you're from, how you're raised. Uh, this is something completely different. Right. So you have to with anything I say when it comes to teachers, when it comes to even majoring in psychology, sociology. They always tell you have an open mindset. Right. Like yep. they tell me that yeah. now. Like yeah. when, you, when you're like l- looking up somebody or like you know, I won't say diagnose somebody, but you know, overall when they're telling you their story or whatever, they always tell you have an open mindset because your story is different than their story. So yes. what they're going through mentally, you're kind of like that kind of crazy. But no, that's that's right. their reality right, right. now, right. not right. yours. Right. So you have to have an open mindset. And all these teachers now don't have an open mindset of change something different like right. these kids right. and these ter- like, poor areas are going through stuff that they should not be going through as right. like eight or ten years old they're worried about how the light gonna be the light bill gonna be paid off right. what eight-year-old should be concerned about that like that's not your concern as a teacher no but that's their concern so right now what you're teaching them is kind of like bro like what can you teach me now that's reality? That's going to help me. Exactly. Because right. I'm sorry, but this history stuff, that ain't going to help. Well, that's, that's history. That's, that's right. Like, that's it's going to help me as far as right. to repeat that. No, but like, okay. okay can you I need some, tools now. And that's why I say like what, what my high school, like, yeah, it has ups and downs. But overall, it was very, very privileged where I'm talking to my friend. Her and I, she went to a different school than I went to. And she had, she didn't have the same resources as me. Where I had financial lit, I had business courses, I had legit. My my high school provided thirty two AP AP classes mm. off rip. Hers didn't do that. If mm. you ha- if you want AP, you have to go to um Central to get AP courses. Like drive there yourself. Mm. So like talking to her really opened my eyes. Like oh like I complained about that. I was like what is this? What I hated it. And she was saying I wish I had that. And I was like. Crap. Like I'm sorry, I take that back. Yeah, I take that back. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so even somebody else's shoes and tell So me. even with my mindset, I was like, oh, I'm really privileged. Like to a certain extent, I'm very privileged, and I'm like, okay, that means my my mindset has to change, and that's like where that. my senior year, I was like, flip, because I I can't be in the system no more. Where it's like I just follow robot. I'm just like, okay, whatever. I just graduate. No, like mm-hmm. your main focus should be graduating. Yes, but your main focus, and usually colleges will ask you. What have you done to like to change your school? Like what as far as academics, as far as like after school activities, what have you done? And like literally before my junior year, we had to prep for college applications. And I will see that question and I'm just like, yeah, nothing. (laughs) Like I have not joined. I've done nothing. Nothing. I have not challenged nobody. So I'm just like, okay, that has to change. So I feel like mindset has to change. It's just. I know it can be hard and challenging to change a mindset that's been engraved for like 16, 17 years. Think about it. Like all my life, I woke up at, well, I woke up at six, be at school by seven, school starts at seven thirty. It was just insane to me. Like, so when I got to college, it was so different where it was like, yeah, that's not it. Where you have to be your advocate. You have to stand up. If you don't, no one will. And that's just in high school, you're so protected and teachers are kind of like, what I say has to go, and that's it. But with college, is well, for me, it's not like that. They're more so like challenge me, and I'm like, I'm to challenge you. Like, you sure about that? And they're like, yeah, like challenge me. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. um, high school and college are 
again, they're too different, but transitioning into college, that was really hard for me because I was like, again, teachers always say, you know, this this won't fly in college. And it's like, okay, but it does. <laughs> like, it's like, all right. So it's not a false information that some teachers are saying to these students. And it's just, it bothers me because it's like, I know the true, uh, the true information. And it's like, why are you telling your kids this? Like, you got some teachers that, that really, you know, will go over and beyond. Yeah. You really do. Um, there was one teacher and I don't know where she is, but I, I pray I, I, I see her again. Um, or we, our path crossed again. And her name is Ms. Vanderbeeken. And she, she, she challenged Devon. Okay. She, <laughs> Devon, I hate that woman. She challenged him. But what she was doing, she was pulling out the best out of him. I like that. But again, the mindset, they, young kid, they don't understand that. All they know, she's mean, she's mean, she's mean. But the thing she says that Devon always remember, he has the it. And no matter what Devon do, no matter what people say, if you say he can't, he's going to prove to you he can. When they had said to Deanna that she shouldn't take these AP courses, you challenged her education. You just said to her, to a young black girl, pretty soon we'll be 21. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. What she couldn't do. <laughs> So now she took that because, again, as as us, we always we, there's always somebody telling us what we can't do. Mm. You're not smart enough. You Point know what five. I mean? You know what I'm saying? So quick to say you can't do it. You so can't you, right. Okay. You, you're not you're, you you don't have the qualifications to do that. You know. So when they come to us, automatically the defense mode goes up. Yeah. You're telling me what I can't do. You don't even know me. And I think if we had more teachers out there that would go against the grains and be like, okay, but this child don't learn like this child. Mm -hmm. So I have to be able to teach this child this way, but then still be able to, to work with this child this way. But then we're going to talk about history. We're going to talk about the school curriculum. Let's go across the board and teach everybody about who they are and what your history was and what you can do in life. We always say you can do anything you put your mind to it. But when you got, and, and again, not all teachers, because you got some awesome teachers out there, mm -hmm. again, that will go against the grain. But when you got the teachers out there that is deliberately putting their foot on their neck to hold you back so you can be added to society, you know what I mean by that? Mm -hmm. If you don't know what I mean, by people saying that you're going to fail. Being another statistic. The school to prison pipelines. Come yeah. on now. Like, it, 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 you know, it, it has to get better. It has to get better. And the only way it's going to get better, again, as Deanna said, and she was on point, the kids have to have a voice. They, they have to say. I, I will say this, and um, definitely I will close out. I think we should do another segment or a continue of it. Um, kids or the, the youth today, yes, they do have a very impact of a voice, but we all do. Okay, not just your, your generation, not just your generation or my generation. We all as as a whole, we have a voice, but the biggest thing that we don't have is the confidence. Now, in just our community alone, like we all talked about different things. You brought us some awesome names. You brought us some key points and stuff like that. I've been doing a lot of research on just, just the system alone, from teachers to students and stuff like that. 
And we talked about this like a while back. I talked about like the the elephant. How do you break an elephant? Mm. You actually get them as a young elephant and you put a stake down there and the elephant will try to pull it up all over and over again. And all of a sudden, the elephant is just going to give up. Now, the only thing you got to do is just put that rope around the elephant neck and just put it on the ground. The elephant won't move. Mentally, it's broken. We have years of broken system in our own community. How we look, how we talk, how we dress, what we accept, what what we gravitate to, what we allow people to say to us and stuff like that. It's, it's all about the system. There's a few young black men and women that's out there that's willing to take the beatings. Willing. Like knowing the fact that they speak up, there's going to be a serious consequence. Willing. Not a, not a lot of people are willing to actually put that on their back and move forward. And that's one thing that I gather that I I pray and I hope that you continue to be the woman that you are, baby, and like speak on like different topics and bring a debate team to your school. Cause that would be awesome. Yes. That that would definitely be awesome. Once you get out into the field, like make a change, make a difference, find a platform, continue to keep doing your YouTube page. Um, if if you want to upgrade to go to like a podcast, do that too. Like never be afraid to talk about anything that you have something in your heart. That's one thing that my mother always taught me. She said one thing that made me think about every decision that I did and I always went for it. She said, and this, and basically in a black home or I, I can't, I can't, I can't put that label on it because it's not necessarily in a black home. But she just said that if they can crucify God, what would they, or if they can crucify Jesus, what would they do to you? So for me, that, I mean, that's powerful for me. Like if they can kill the creator in a sense or our savior, they don't care two shits about me. So with that said, gloves off. If you don't care about me, why should I give you the same respect? Why? Because the color of your skin or because you got a title. And that's when I got that mentality. I don't like titles. I don't care if you're a doctor, you're a lawyer. You show me respect, I show you respect. I don't care about color. Person, human being. Exactly. Yeah. I don't care about color. I don't care about title. I don't, I don't care about, I don't care if you went to Harvard or Yale. I don't care if you went to a community college or a trade school. I right. don't care. Right. You show me respect. I show you respect. Don't disrespect me. I won't disrespect right. you. I was always to brought up to always respect everybody, but never turn a blind eye. Always meet people where they're If they're going to disrespect you, nobody told you to stay there and be disrespected. Right. Walk away. Right. Nobody say that you need to retaliate and fight and like stuff like that. And never, ever react over words. My mother always told me like, boy, like they will call you the N word. There was stuff like that. You can play into that. Now they control you. Mm. My thing is, you know, you know who you are as a person. When you're secure as a person, words don't affect you if, if you exactly. are secure as yourself. So exactly. again, like growing up, I had to learn that. Like words, you can call me whatever you want, but I know who I am and what I am. Exactly. And you can say this, say that. Okay, you just listen your breath at this moment. I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> I'm just gonna and, and pass to the side. And that's the key. Like definitely before I close out, and this is to everybody who's listening. Like whether you're black, white, Hispanic, I don't care who you are. I would definitely say start investing in yourself. Exactly. Like first and exactly. foremost, invest in yourself. Learn who you are as a person. Yes. Don't let the system, and I'm not going against parents, but don't let even your parents tell you who you are because even parents can get blinded at times because of their struggles right. and what they're trying to do to protect you or not That's protect right. you. That's so right. I suggest everybody invest, invest in yourself. 
learn if you're curious if you want to learn more about black history or the holocaust or whatever you want to learn about learn about that right. and don't just skim the surface because books will only tell you what you need to know dive deep dive deep into whatever you want to dive deep in and make sure that you have the foundation right. so when you go out there you well equipped to fight whoever you want to fight right. if it's necessary because some fights don't need to be fought that is true you know what i mean you fight them with your mind exactly but uh, I would definitely want to do a continue education uh, segment on this uh, because I do feel like we have a lot to talk about. Um, and I definitely hear a lot more from you. I feel like it was me and your mom taking over the show. <laughs> uh, I do apologize. And your mom said before we got in, I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> like I said, I bring out the best in you. Yeah, I, can't, I can't say nothing on that one. Yeah. Like, I'm going to think about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll play. <laughs> But uh, yes, um, like always, subscribe, tell anybody that needs to hear this, share this, like this. And um, until next time, I'll talk to you. Need a boredom buster? The personal fitness studio Against All Odds in Glastonbury has focused on the individual, physical, and cognitive needs of your community for over 10 years. Unique training and coaching builds and shapes your body and mind through strength and circuit training, cardio, and boxing lessons, a great way to relieve anxiety. See AgainstAllOddsPTLLC.com to learn about the corporate fitness programs and the online training packages today. Because if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. I want to take a minute to say thank you. Truly thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to listen to our podcast show. And um, if this is your first time listening, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, make sure that you jump over to the YouTube page, and that is Ty J. Pratt. Subscribe to our YouTube page. And we also have an additional YouTube page that is T and J Mental slash Physical. Make sure that you subscribe to both of them and keep rocking with us. And again, I thank you.